0: Of a the place was made with a magical plan and just around the corner is a fantasy plan. And right Happy the of Thursday Manchester and welcome USA. to Not Boring So this little newsletter and our band of smart curious people just keeps growing There are a lot of new folks joining Not Boring every week which has not yet ceased to be exhilarating and I don't think it will Because there are so many new faces, I want to give a quick reminder of what the weekly schedule looks like, and specifically what I'm doing with Thursdays. Every Monday, I write about a deep dive on a large and typically public company. The past few weeks, I've written about Twitter, Tencent, twice, Stripe, SoftBank, and Zoom. This upcoming Monday, I'm writing about, well, it's a secret. Thursdays are more experimental and typically focused on smaller companies. Recently, I've written not boring investment memos on Ose and Sway Pay, and I plan to do about one deal per month through the Not Boring Syndicate. Sometimes I have guests come on to teach us about something I don't know much about, like the Magnolia Empire or Ringtones. And sometimes I go behind the scenes to write about how I'm growing and monetizing not boring. Thursdays are wild cards. And today, I'm trying something new, a sponsored write-up. I want to tell you a little bit about how it works for a couple of reasons. One, in case other people are figuring out how to monetize their small media business or creative project, and two, so that we go into this eyes wide open. I need to make money to keep Not Boring going as my full-time thing, and I want to do it as transparently as possible. A few weeks ago, I sent you all an email asking me to tell you about yourselves so that I could figure out how to make money with Not Boring and let potential sponsors know who reads it. The results are in, and you're an impressive bunch. I put together a sponsor deck with some of the stats and rates, and you can check it out uh, in the link to the, the full email. I decided to go the sponsored route so that I can first keep it free for everyone, and I think newsletters are an incredible way to democratize knowledge, and two, keep growing. I put too much damn time into writing each one of these to only send to a small group of people. There are probably two ways that I can make money from sponsorships. One, cost per impression or CPM a company pays me to get its message in front of this group of smart, curious people based on how many people read it. And regardless of whether anyone clicks the button to learn more or sign up or buy, most of the sponsorships will be CPM. The second way is cost per acquisition or CPA. A company pays me a certain amount for each person who signs up, subscribes to, or buys its product. For example, if I did a deal with fictional shirt company at hundred dollars CPA and 90 of you bought shirts after clicking my link, fictional shirt company would pay me $9,000. I fictional shirt companies out there, hit me up. I'll do these less often. Typically, CPM deals make more sense because there's value to a company in getting in front of you, even if you don't buy immediately. There's an idea in marketing that someone needs to see a product seven times before buying. And while the number might not be exactly seven, it's rarely one. I'm certainly not going to put on a hard enough sell to bring that number down. I'd rather just expose you to products and companies I like than often use myself. And if you're interested, great. Sometimes though, CPA deals just make sense. After I sent the survey out and before I made the deck, Nick Abazid reached out to me. Nick worked at product hunt angelist and was most recently a VC at shrug capital. He told me that he was leaving shrug, which is a dream job to go work for one of their portfolio companies and that he was interested in sponsoring, not boring, and that we should chat. When we talked, Nick said that he was going to main street because as one of their investors, he had so much fun telling people about the product that he wanted to go do it full time. And he offered me a choice, CPM at the rate I was asking for or CPA. I chose CPA because I agree with Nick in telling you about main street. I'm making money by giving you free money. Main street is relevant for both startups and investors for startups. Main street will get you a bunch of money. The government owes you simple. For investors, Main Street is a type of unsexy but practical AI application that will create investment opportunities for years before the machines start to turn us into paperclips. So let's get to it. Main Street, free money for startups. I'm not gonna bury the lead. If you're a startup, Main Street will make you money. Here's how. One, you sign up and you connect your payroll system. Two, Main Street finds tax credits and incentives that apply to your business. Three, Main Street sends you the money Right now, you don't need to wait until April. And four, Main Street makes money by keeping 20% of the money the government pays you. If you don't get anything, they don't get anything. On average, Main Street finds its customers $51,000. Instead of waiting until April to get the cash, they can cash advance you what you're earning real time at 0% tomorrow. Interest rates are baked into the fees you were gonna pay them anyway. It's free money. So if you wanna just, you know, that sounds great, and you wanna just go do it, go to my link at MainStreet.us slash not boring. Otherwise, we're going to keep going. No deal with the devil. No gotcha. Main Street is just solving for the fact that dealing with government is opaque and annoying and that most companies don't want to deal with it themselves. So who's Main Street for? If you're a tech company that's less than five years old and conducts some sort of activity in the U.S., you'll typically qualify. It takes about five minutes to find out. Just plug in your payroll and credit card details and they do the rest automatically. If you're a founder, impress your investors. If you're an investor, help out your portfolio companies. If you're a startup employee, be the hero by telling your finance team. And if you're on the finance team or the HR team, become a revenue driver for the day. Nick was nice enough to give not boring readers a couple of extra benefits as well. One instant access, get your cash within 24 hours versus a few days and two 25% off for life. Instead of paying Main Street 20% of the money you receive, you only pay 15% forever. If you're convinced and you just wanna go save money now, get to it. Again, that's MainStreet.us slash not boring. We're also here to learn. So I wanna go a little bit deeper into Main Street company. We can't invest in this one yet because they've already raised from some great investors and are focused on building. But Main Street's story is cool because it seems so simple, but there's a lot going on under the hood. Rebuilding Main Street. Main Street has been trying to give people money for no-brainers since the beginning, but it wasn't always tax credits and incentives. When it launched a year ago, Main Street offered to pay people $10,000 to leave the San Francisco Bay Area. What a good trade that I'm sorry, SF readers. Main Street is founder and CEO Doug Ludlow's third company. He previously founded Hipster and sold it to AOL, the Happy Home Company, which he sold to Google. While at Google, he was chief of staff for s ads and saw the challenge, challenges that small businesses and medium businesses in the country had attracting talent. His initial vision was to create 1 million jobs in suburban and rural communities by facilitating the transition to a remote work future, way back in November 2019, before it was cool. Main Street would recruit and train employees who wanted to move out of SF into a smaller city or town and set up local hubs where remote workers could build a sense of community. He could not have been more right on the trend. When coronavirus hit, it spurred the migration from cities like San Francisco, and Main Street got a ton of demand from employees interested in relocating. But the company also received a ton of unexpected inbound, emails and calls from state and local governments trumpeting their incentive programs. Ludlow and his co-founders, Dan Lindquist and Daniel Griffin, decided to rebuild Main Street to focus on getting startups some of that free government money. Despite the huge COVID-induced demand spike for the old model, the pivot makes sense. Running recruiting, training, and a nationwide network of co-working spaces is not nearly as scalable, profitable, or fun as building a tech-powered way to help companies find $50,000 in their metaphorical couch cushions. It sounds like a blast to go get to do that for work every day, but when Nick told me about Main Street, my first thought was, why won't a bunch of companies just do this and drive each other's fees into the ground? This is an awesome product, but is it a good business? After digging in, I'm coming around. It's do not pay for startups. Back in April, when coronavirus was fresh and unemployment was skyrocketing, I wrote about one of my favorite companies, Do Not Pay. I said, Do Not Pay is one of my favorite companies that I've discovered in the past year. Joshua Browder, a 23-year-old Stanford graduate and the son of Red Notice author Bill Browder, founded the company when he was 17 to help people in the UK get out of parking tickets. Now, the company has expanded to the US and handles everything from parking tickets to suing people and companies in small claims court. Last summer, it launched a virtual credit card that subscribers can enter when they're signing up for free trials, so they're not auto-charged when the trial expires. Just last week, they launched a new product that allows subscribers to claim their unemployment payments at the press of a button. Filing for unemployment has been a nightmare for many. They desperately need the money, but they aren't able to figure out the forms, the websites are overloaded, and they can't get through when they try to call in. Do not pay will handle all of that. It guides them through the claim form via chat interface, submits the form for them, and in states that require a phone call, calls the unemployment office every hour until it gets through. Once benefits are approved, it also automatically handles the weekly classifications of unemployment necessary to keep receiving checks. It makes a painful process easy. So back to the present. Do Not Pay is so magical because it uses software to help people do all of the things that they should be doing, but don't because they either don't know how, they forget, or it's too much of a pain in the ass. The more capabilities that Do Not Pay ads, the more ludicrously cheap its $3 a month subscription seems. It works because after all the painful work of onboarding new capabilities and translating them to software, do not pay has almost zero marginal costs. Main Street is do not pay for startups. Think about it. Finding, applying for, and keeping up to date with tax credits and incentives is a time-consuming, annoying, and labor-intensive process for any company that wants to do it one-off. Breather, where I used to work, is headquartered in Canada and is therefore eligible for Canada's sweet, sweet shred credits, which essentially paid like 60% of our engineering and product team salaries. Don't quote me on the exact number, but it was that unbelievable. It was an amazing benefit and a main reason that we did engineering there. But it was a pain in the ass. Our finance and legal team spent weeks applying for and following up on shred credits. But applying for tax credits and incentives is a job that's perfectly suited for software. It's repetitive, boring, and rules-based. Chances are that no one on your small team loves or has time for the process of finding and applying for tax credits or continuing to update and submit paperwork anytime new credits are added or you hire more people. Software loves that shit. Main Street doesn't really talk about the fact that it's an AI company, but Gradient Ventures led its $2.3 million seed round in June. Gradient is Google's early stage fund that invests in AI companies. When you think about artificial intelligence, depending on where you fall in the child to futurist philosopher spectrum, you probably think of movie movie robots like WALL-E or goal-seek functions gone wild like Nick Bostrom's paperclip maximizers. But for now, the most practical applications of AI are being built by companies like Main Street that use machine learning to automate things that humans either can't or don't want to do. A few examples in Gradient's portfolio. Alio automates recruiting workflows. Anvil automates tedious paperwork and back enables internal service teams to automate employee requests. If AI were sentient, it would have told Back's founders to pick a more easily searchable name. Boring. None of these companies is building anything hyper futuristic. What they and main street all have in common is that they help businesses handle repetitive tasks more consistently and get smarter and more valuable. The more they do those tasks and the more new tasks they add, which brings us back to main street today. Main Street gets you money in a few ways, R&D credits of up to $250,000 a year, hiring and company expansion credits of up to $1,000 per new hire, and training and workforce development credits of up to $5,000 per employee. Over time, it will add more and more state and local tax credits and incentives and apply them to your business automatically. Just by having your payroll and credit card hooked up, Main Street will constantly be on the lookout for ways to take money from the government and give it back to you. Getting all of those credits and incentives onboarded is a schlep. There's a lot of manual work people on the Main Street team need to do to get them set up and to deal with the back and forth with government entities involved. But unlike your company, which has to do all that work to get money just for your company, Main Street scales that upfront work across all of the companies it works with. That's its compounding advantage over time. It does the hard work to find and connect credits and incentives manually. It acquires more customers and saves them money. Then it automatically scans and applies the existing credits and incentives to the systems to your company adds more tax credits and incentives, automatically scans those, and on and on and on and on. Like Stripe and Agora, Main Street customers get the benefit of any software improvements or new credits without having to do anything. Unlike Stripe or Agora, the benefit to Main Street's improvements is more cash directly in your bank account. In addition to Gradient, Main Street is backed by an all-star lineup of early-stage investors, including Ryan Hoover's Weekend Fund, Shrug Capital, SV Angel, Remote First Capital, Basement Fund, Basecamp Ventures, Backend Capital, and a whole lot of Angels. Its customers, including Sandbox VR, Italic, and Pipe, sing its praises, and I really think you will too. I kinda wanna hire a team just so I can use it myself. Just yesterday, Main Street CEO tweeted that the company has now saved startups and SMBs over $15 million in its short life, and remember, it did not pivot that long ago. I'm really excited to partner with Main Street to give you free money. It's a no-brainer. Be the hero, get your company its money back, sign up, connect your payroll and credit card, and see how much Main Street sends your business. And if you have any questions or wanna be put in touch with someone on the Main Street team, just reply and Nick will set you up with a personalized onboarding. So you can reply to the email, you can hit me up at 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 Packy M on Twitter and we'll get you all set up. If you wanna go check out the email, we also have a bunch of links and listens in there, Self-Driving Cars and the Future of Retail by Adrian Alizé, a whole bunch of good articles on Ant Financial, the big Chinese financial services firm that's going to IPO, S1 Bonanza, so we have three uh, S1 Club breakdowns of three uh, of, of three IPOs, Palantir, Snowflake, which IPO'd yesterday and went absolutely bonkers, and Unity. Uh, and then we have The Almanac of Naval Ravikant by Eric Jorgensen, and we have Epic Games by The Acquired Podcast. So go to notboring.substack.com. You can see all the links uh, in there. Otherwise, thanks for, thanks for listening, and I will see you on Monday.